Well, hello again, friends. This is Neely Tribe, and welcome to the From Busy to Rich podcast. This podcast exists to help advisors like you increase your profitability and the quality of life, not just for yourself, but also for those that you serve. Um, Wes, when you introduced the topic of our podcast last time, uh, you kind of made it a mystery, set it up with this story uh, that I think a lot of people find fascinating that the layers behind why um, some companies have a very difficult time innovating and, and push back against it. And you made this connection to these applicable truths about in our own lives, professionally and personally, it can be our nature to resist innovation. Um, so we're going to keep going with that thread. And really today we're going to be really actionable and focused on what do people need to do next, right? Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. So for those of you who weren't on last time, go re-listen because that's a really fun like dive into this topic that we're that we're going to be uh, in, in, in the series and in the specifics of it. But last time, what we talked about is the very famous story of Blockbuster Video and Netflix. And you've probably seen, you know, Blockbuster Video had the ability to buy Netflix back in 2000 for $50 million. Now, the key things to remember are Blockbuster was worth $6 billion in 2000. So, so 50 million, why it's a lot of money, was less than 1% of their market capitalization at the time. And, um, and they, they basically laughed at them and, and said, Hey, we're, we're going to keep moving forward with in-store re- sales. We think the internet might be overblown. Um, if it is, we'll figure it out at the time. We, we don't need you. And they, they had a reasonable track record. They did kind of proof of concept, the, the idea, but in any event, they passed. And, and he, <laughs> the founders of Netflix would say it was the worst day and then later the greatest day of their lives that Netflix passed because in 2010, Blockbuster declared bankruptcy. And in 2010, Netflix was worth $9.3 billion. And in 2019, there was one store left of Blockbuster and it's in Bend, Oregon. And today, Netflix is worth just shy of $2 billion. And has radically transformed and changed the marketplace many, many times, which we do our own podcast on just Netflix. But here's the thing is, is the tragedy of Blockbuster and the opportunity of Netflix, right? The tragedy is that Blockbuster was beautifully prepared for a world that no longer existed. And there are truths in this narrative of Blockbuster and Netflix that not only help advisors avoid being obsolete, but actually transform the marketplace for them. It's, it's, it's the innovation side instead of the stagnation that can occur if, if you're in the right mindset. And you saw two companies that radically <laughs> embodied both, and it wasn't because they didn't have smart people on both sides. That's the tragedy to me. It's mm. because one of them failed to embrace the things that, that are necessary to move into the future and defended their past. And so we talked a lot about one aspect of that last week. Uh, this week, I want to take it in a different direction. And, and it's one of my favorite quotes of all time. And then Annie, I just I want to just kind of talk about this for a little bit. But the takeaway, the big idea here is direction, not intention, determines destination by Andy Stanley. Direction, not intention? Direction, not intention, determines destination. So tell me about the difference between direction and intention, because I'm I was thinking, you know, my family is going to go to South Dakota to visit the cousins and in-laws and such. 
And it's sort of like, I know the direction I need to go. Uh, is direction, does direction mean like movement? Intention just sort of means emotion. Yeah. Yeah. So similar, um, if you're in, in, you know, the great, probably the greatest state in the United States, which is Texas. Um, if you're in Texas, like, like we are and, uh, not, not, not you, Andy, but you can come visit us anytime you want. Well, thank you. Um, and, and I want to go to Nashville mm-hmm. to come see you. And I have all the intention in the world. You and I talk about it. Um, we yeah, can yeah. we can pray traveling mercies over mm. the journey. Um, Absolutely, we can, we can we can like look at a map and and think about man. Here's actually what needs to be done to do that. Yeah. And then if Justin and I get in the car and we drive south, we're going to end up in Galveston, not Nashville. Mm-hmm. So intention, while while it's very good, and and most people have really good intentions. Intentions are not enough. Intentions are a requirement, but it's direction that determines your destination where you ultimately end up far more than all the things we pontificate about and talk about. Mm-hmm. I, I find it interesting too, to consider like how much energy is spent on intention. Um, how much time is spent on intention versus direction. Yeah. Right. And again, I'm not just preaching. Um, you know, if I am, I'm preaching to myself in front of a mirror, like this is a reality we all have to struggle with. But I find that those who, succeed are are comfortable with spending more of the energy on direction um some on intention you know you have to make a plan but they're willing to to take action and then adjust accordingly while you know i'm thinking about this i have a a meeting set with someone that i essentially canceled because i said in a very kind way i responded we've already talked about this you know like and you didn't do it so is there something new that you wanted to discuss? Yeah. And their answer was no. Their answer was no. And I'd say, well, okay, well then if there's something new you would like to discuss sometime, then we can do that. But we've already discussed this and you made your decision and you know, that's fine. You can make that yeah. decision. But intentions are, are, intentions take up a lot of time and get you nowhere. Yeah. You're not careful. Well, and this, this is so many applications. Um, just going back to Blockbuster Netflix, both had intentions of being very successful organizations. That was, you know, nobody was like, hey, we were sent out to file bankruptcy. Um, but the problem was, and, they, all, and they, both, they both pontificated, and to do that, we've got to be innovators. We've got to change how we do things. But the direction of change, one of them was going in reverse or sideways, and the other one was going forward. And, and this is honestly one of those things I, I see – um, I see it at all levels, Andy, but I mean, the, the large corporations are, are probably just because there's a lot of layers and bureaucracy sometimes it gets built in. Yeah. It's very difficult because everybody agrees change should happen. We very, we very much disagree on what that change should be sometimes. And, um, and, and oftentimes people get hired into jobs that if too much innovation and change happens, that job they were hired to do is no longer there. And so, Many times organizational structures can work against you actually doing the kind moving in the kind of direction that ultimately is going to produce the outcome, the, the destination that you want most. So, so I mean, the other part of this is that there's it's fascinating to me when people are so resistant to change when they have room, cash, space, time. Um, 
it's it's interesting to me that sometimes the things that become larger become so risk averse, and yet the reality is they they could you know if if the Netflix investment went to zero, Blockbuster would still be fine. Yeah, right. That's right. So it's interest it's interesting that 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 there are bets that we don't. And by bet, I mean risks or something new. Yeah, and it's like, but what? What is the worst case scenario? And it's like, it's not that bad, right? What's the best case yeah. scenario? Amazing. So, what that's are you right. waiting for? Yeah. Right? What, what? A lot of times, the risk that's that's not assessed is what's the risk of not doing this? You know, what's what's the risk of not trying it on? And and I think that's that's the tricky part here. Andy, you said this on the last podcast. I thought it was brilliant, and I'll I'll, I'll uh, repeat it, but it's. If you if you had a you know a, a a a child in 2000 and you worked for Blockbuster Video, um, my father did have one. It was me, and uh, now I was I was I was grown by then, so I was out of the house. So, but if you had a young child by that point and you said, "Hey, and in 10 years, so your your child is eight right now, they'll be 18 in 2010, and by the way, your company is going to be bankrupt." And out yeah. of job about the time your child needs to go to college, by the way, just putting that out. But right, yeah. But but here's the other here's the other thing I I would I would layer into that is mm-hmm. you know or sometimes the organizational structure it is so resistant to the kinds of change that are necessary um, because here here's the thing and I'm again I don't I think uh, Aniako who was the blockbuster uh, CEO at the time I think he he did a lot of good things I mean he's got he had a great track record coming in but the fact remains that. He got richer from 2000 to 2000, but 2007 when he was fired, finally. Really? Not yeah. more. And, and so sometimes everybody's getting paid. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, it's, and it, man, it's just, it's easier for us to protect what we've done than, than risk. Maybe what, what if, what if this change eliminates my role or, or confuses yeah. it? So, so yeah, there's a lot there. Innovation is, innovation is not always the, um, I mean, people talk about it like it's, it's this guarantee and it's, it's, you know, Netflix is, you know, they, they spent a, literally billions of dollars on, on original programming. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a mixed bag, you know, uh, Amazon, same thing, you know, they're cutting way back on their original programming budgets. Uh, but to do original programming, cause it used to be just, oh, well, we'll just play other people's movies. And they're like, well, yeah. what, what if we played our own movies? Uh, you know, it, the other thing is innovation is not a guarantee, right? It's not, it's not right. this will work, right? Um, I mean, Tesla still has lots of problems because they innovate. SpaceX has a lot of problems because they innovate, right? When your rocket blows up, that's a problem. Yeah. Especially when it's supposed to like take people somewhere, right? But you have to have the stomach for it and also understand that if you want to make progress, then you have to be okay with the resistance. Yeah. I think the challenge is that for those who are listening, it's a, our human nature is bent towards, oh, that's new, bad. Yeah. This is hard, run. <laughs> right. right. And, and, and I think that's where, if I, if I think about takeaways, like from some of this stuff, it's you've really got to beware of any kind of organizational structure that you see would want a position. If, if you don't have the right, like, uh, culture, uh, they may do everything they can to, uh, to resist change because they're worried about their position going away. And so, you know, and that's less in like smaller organizations, but here's the thing, every advisor on this call or every advisor in here, we interact with a bunch of large organizations as a result of the work we do. 
And so you have to think about that as, you know, we have choices out there when we're, when we're dating this dance as to it, it, what, am I really having a conversation where they have great intention, but they just don't have the capacity to carry out the direction or desire to carry out the direction. And we're just are not a good fit. And that's okay. You know, they don't have, we're, we're not all right. So I think what, yeah. what you got to do is think about that. Here's the other one. And this is my dad really, this is one of the lessons I learned from, from my father in the blockbuster days is you should be aware of an organizational structure that plays telephone. Because what, what, what is happening or what is, what is, what does that tell you about an organization? If the way that they make decisions is, let me call so-and-so who's going to call so-and-so who's going to call so-and-so. Yeah. What, what, what is the, why is that a sign of unhealthy uh, culture? You know, the, the, if you, if the game, for those of you who've never played it, I can't imagine you, you didn't. Maybe, maybe times have changed enough to where there's a whole generation that haven't, but the game telephone would be you all sit in a big circle. There's a bunch of people and, and I say something to the person next to me. Then they say something to the person next to them and you can, you're supposed to whisper it. So you can't really hear it. And it goes all the way around the room. By the time it gets to the end, it's completely different than what the original person said. Not even, not even close because they're, 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 when the more layers you have, to someone that ultimately can make the decision, there's this problem. So my, uh, you know, there's, there's generally best joint chiefs of staff, general uh, CQ Brown, and he has a great statement in, in, in one of the podcasts he's on um, that I heard recently. He said, great ideas have no rank. Great ideas have no rank. The way to cut through bureaucracy and lean into innovation is with a crisis before the actual one shows up at your door. And, and I'm going to tell you through that whole period, like they didn't really know that, that Ineaco met with, with Netflix and told them no, but mm-hmm. the, the, my dad was on the board for the franchisees that would go to corporate and talk to him about, here's all the things we're seeing, all the issues. And frequently was brought up. There's this company, Netflix. Well, they didn't know is, yeah, we know, we know there's this company, mm-hmm. Netflix, but Ineaco already told him no. So we're not going to go talk to him about it again. And if we do, oh, okay, we'll take that in consideration. We're also working on our own online, you know, those kind of things. And, and, but the stores are the bedrock of what we're doing, you know? And so it was like, it was telephone. It, you can never get yeah. a direct conversation. I was part of, um, I was, I'm, I'm part of a Facebook group that's like nineties culture stuff, which is just always amazing to me. And I was thinking about you guys the other day because it was, uh, you know, what a video store looked like in the nineties or whatever. And I, and actually one of the things I saw was that they had rolled out this, their, their idea of innovation was this blockbuster unlimited card. And so it went from, you know, four bucks to rent a movie to, you know, you pay 20 bucks and you can rent as many as you want. Right. But the problem was their idea of innovation was do more of what's not working. Yeah. People are coming to our store less because they, they can get their movies through the internet. So let's have them come to our store more. Like maybe that makes sense, but like not if people just want to stay home. Right. The, the, the one fundamental here, and I, I, w- I hope everybody hear what I'm about to say. If you checked out or, or you know, check back in with me for a second, because it, it's, it's critical in what you just said. I, I, transformation trumps transaction. Most of the time when people say, hey, we have intentions of innovation, we need change. Their change is how do we do more of what we're already doing faster and louder? And oftentimes you're turning up the volume on something no one wants to hear anymore. You've got to set back and you've got to say, how can we transform this to where it's something people want to hear now? It's a different song we're playing. It's not beating the same drum that we've always beat. And I believe that's a fundamental difference. I believe in advisors. If you're an advisor, 
and you, and, and, and all of us go through this in the beginning, you come in and, you know, you try and do as many transactions as you possibly can working as hard as you can. Eventually you hit a ceiling of complexity that you just can't run any faster. You can't work any harder. So you need to transform the DNA of your organization to be a different kind of company where you've got different people that are working with you now. And you can focus on doing different things. You need to be a better, different offer. And that's that's what we train to in, uh, in the Transform Learning Series or all our, our courses that we have online. It's all about not just how to do more of what you're doing faster. That's, 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 that in the long term, it's not going to work, right? How do you transform what you're doing so it's far more attractive than everybody wants it? So transformation trumps transaction. And, and the difference being transaction is just... Um, it's not memorable. It's not a good story, right? right. It's, uh, you know, like you don't want to build a relationship with somebody you have just a transaction with. Yeah. Right. But if someone's a part of a transformation, that's um, more long lasting. Yeah. Right? It's and, easier to talk about. And to put it back to the video store example, think about like the, the things that they would throw out. It was designed to say, hey, we know less people are coming to the video store and you're buying movies. You're, you're engaging in home entertainment a different way. You're allowing movies to be sent to you at the beginning, right? Mm-hmm. Well, instead of transforming to something that offers a in, in-home experience, they said, no late fees. Um, we use, we, we're louder. Like well, the video store is still here. Now you don't have late fees or you can, you can come buy a shirt now that, that is in here. We got swag. With our name on it. Yeah, right, with all yeah, on right. it. It's like, so don't just turn out the volume on what you're doing. At some point, you got to stop and, and you got to transform. That's why in that book, I, I mentioned it last time we were on the on the podcast, uh, 10X is easier than 2X, which I highly recommend, by the way. Um, one of the things they talk about is the reason 10X is often easier than 2X is 2X doesn't require a lot of transformation. It just requires more mm-hmm. transaction. It's, I'll just run a little faster. I'll just do more of what I'm already doing more. And and, and what does that do? That just taxes all your existing resources, gives you less margin for creativity and innovation. Whereas if you're trying to go 10X, you know you can't do it just going faster. You've got to reinvent your approach to what you're doing. You got to get rid of 80% of what you're doing and, and, and embrace the 20% that's next level and add new things in. You become a different offer. So I want to ask this question then uh, to bring these, all these ideas together. If someone's hearing this and they say, you know, Guys, I want what you're talking about. I, I want to have a different kind of business. I want, you know, there are people in this business that make 80,000 and there's people who make 800,000. That's 10X for all those math nerds out there, right? So yeah. what, what, do, what do people need to start to do with intention um, to, 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 to start to have a more of a 10X kind of thinking, to start to get out of intention and into transformation? Yeah. So you've got to remove any organizational barriers, even if you're an organization of one, to testing new ideas. And your organizational barriers could be the fact that you just don't have a very good calendar. Like you, you are, you are, there is no rhythm. There is no blocking. There is that it is whatever the, you know, the tallest spire is, you put that one out. Um, you have to have space for change in your life. And so innovation requires time and it, it requires being blended into the rhythm of mm-hmm. your normal the things that are already autopilot that are working. Um, Interesting. To go to, and, and I believe this, you got you to pay attention to the early adopters out there. Who are the people mm-hmm. that are on the fringes that people think right now are crazy that are like, that'll never work. I, you know what, Andy, I remember the, before COVID, 
And we went to a completely remote office, like all of our meetings, all of our team, we have team members all across the country. And I go talk about it at meetings and people looked at me like I had three eyes. They were like, what? Well, that, that could never work. And here's why. And turns out all of them were able to do it. Um, <laughs> and the world changed. But but who's who's breaking the rules out there? And I don't mean compliance rules. I'm talking about like who's who's who is doing it a different way and 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 you know, just pay attention. Are, are there barriers organizationally, whether it's your organization, organizations you're a part of that are pre- preventing you um in the way you do business from really really the possibilities of change that need to happen in order for you to reach that 10x future. Um, and don't be afraid to test stuff. Just don't be afraid to test stuff. You're going to have to try stuff on, and that only happens if you have a regular diet of it. Love it. So what I'm hearing from that is, um, it, you know, it, it starts with intention, but it really ends with scheduling time and making time for it. Um, every action requires a time to do the action in. Uh, and so it's really just creating time to do that to get it out, get out of the ruts that we create for ourselves. Uh, so I appreciate, appreciate the, um, practical advice there. And I hope that people will open their calendar right now and create space for that. And my encouragement to you is to use a function on your calendar called repeat, which is you can just hit it. I'm going to do this every week at this time. Um, because right now you're repeating things and they're not getting you where you want to go. So try repeating something else. And, uh, and see where that gets you. So as always, thanks for your time, Wes. Thanks, Annie. Thanks, Justin. 